Um, but I would say get involved because even okay. though you even though you think you can't change anything, you can make a difference in somebody somebody or something like an animal's life, a person's life, things like that. Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I talk with fascinating, talented, and influential guests who reflect on the adventures and challenges of aging and who are living their lives with vibrance and purpose. I'm your host, Nicole Christina, psychotherapist, writer, and Zestful Ager. And if you like this podcast, you'll love my companion course, Zestful Aging, Simple and Sustainable Habits for Health and Longevity. You'll have access to what I've learned from being a psychotherapist for 30 years and the latest research on what habits really matter and contribute to vibrant aging. Find out more at NicoleChristina.com. Well, I have my Jack Russell Terrier Sparky beside me, my coffee in my hand, so let's begin. I am at Purpose Farm in upstate New York, and I am with Cheryl DiStefano. Did I say your name right? DiStefano. DiStefano. Yes, close. Thank you. And we're just walking, starting to walk around the grounds. We just met the camel, Morocco, Morocco. I believe his yes, name Morocco. is. I'm just going to stop and get some treats. Okay. Do you want to walk up by the horse pasture? Sure. First? Okay. Yeah. And as you can see, we're right on the Seneca River. The oh, river it's beautiful right no, it's here. I didn't realize that. It's gorgeous out here. Yeah. And thank God for a nice, warm, sunny oh, day. Oh, yeah. We've been wanting to schedule this for a while, but yes. it's been cold. Yes, so finally. And how do the animals get chosen to live here? Um, well, I mean, Sandra and her um, daughter like are online a lot and I mean most of these animals have been here at least a couple of years okay um <clears throat> so you know they they go to different sites and you know sometimes it's just by word of mouth that they hear of an animal that needs to be rescued mm-hmm. now this is Ebony and Justin um these are two of the horses that work with the kids in okay. the in the mentorship program uh-huh. they're both great horses Hi. and they of course they know they know we have something here. oh beautiful so they've been kind of checked out to be gentle yeah. and hi guys. And Justin's the herd leader. Okay. So hi. I'll Hello. Just show you. <laughs> they, they will get they, very friendly very fast. They're licking the uh, <laughs> microphone. Hi, buddy. So you can either hold it like this or you can hold it. Oh, geez. But they do have teeth. They do have teeth. Hi. Yes. So yeah. I just, like, yep. They mostly just kind of lip you though to yeah. get the carrot. Oh yeah. Oops. Jeez, oh. Here. You are just. Oh, hello. It feels like uh, a, a funny, like Velcro or something. Their yeah, mouths I think are... I think t- they're very velvety. Like, they're yeah. very velvety. Yep. Hi, guys. Here, if you want to do another... I know oh. it's probably hard for you to hold the microphone. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Here you go, buddy. Justin. Hey, baby. Oh, they, they do have really big teeth. Hi. Both very gentle, though. Yes, they're beautiful. Hi. And where did these guys come from? Um, I think they're, they were local. They were local and, mm-hmm. you know, they just were in a situation that was not very good for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sandra rescued them. Justin was the first horse on the farm. Um, he, the farm was founded in 2012 mm-hmm. and Justin was the first horse 
here. Okay. They brought, when they came to the farm, they brought him with them. Oh, I see. Hi. That's a bracelet. And he was in a situation where he was, you know, a young horse. He got tangled in an electric fence. So, I mean, he literally was, his back legs were like burned by the electric fence. And um, so, I mean, he was technically an injured horse. Mm -hmm. um, but as you can see, I mean, he's pretty normal now. Yeah. So. But yeah, he had some healing he had to do and things like that. So the person who um, I think had him just couldn't do anything with him. Like mm -hmm. he couldn't be ridden. I mean, I you know, ridden consistently. I and, see. And, um, you know, so I mean, they just felt it was best to mm -hmm. rescue him. Hey, Justin. Mm-hmm. Hello. And what, what do the kids do with Justin and Ebony? Um, you know, they learn to harness him, um, mm -hmm. bridle him, they uh, do what's called attack him, not attack, attack, yeah, attack him. him, Gotcha. Um, you know, they brush him, they wash him, they take mm -hmm. care of him, I mean, sometimes they'll put like a, a leash on his um, bridle and lead him down to the river, uh -huh. um, you know, I mean, they do, yeah, they feed him, they, mm -hmm. they feed them, um, you know, and they do the same with the smaller animals, which we'll go in the barn mm -hmm. and see the smaller animals. But I mean, Beautiful. Sandra started this primarily as a horse farm. Oh, I see. But you know, see. as she, you know, as people found out about her and what mm -hmm. she does, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, the calls started coming in, and they started looking online for for other animals too. Now he's a gorgeous horse. He Ebony's really gorgeous is. too. Really Aren't you, Justin? Beautiful. Aren't so you, baby? gentle. Hey. All right, one more. <laughs> one more. You talked me into it. Just because it. you're so beautiful. Just because you're so pretty. You're being good and this so morning. So nice. Like, what else you got in that bag? I know, what else you got in that bag for me? <laughs> now, the goats, the, these these guys and the alpacas and um, the donkeys eat the carrots. Um, mm -hmm. The goats and the... We're going to go this way. Okay. see more of the horses out here. Mm -hmm. um, the donkeys... No, not the donkeys. The goats and the pigs like graham crackers and pretzels. So... We'll stop at the truck and get those, okay. and then we'll go into the barn. you got to get treats for the right species. Oh, God, yes. And you you got involved in this by doing a little goat yoga. I did. I did. I fought it all the way. I, my <laughs> friend kept saying, you know, come do goat yoga with me. Come do goat yoga. And I was like, like no. Is that a thing? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just, I'm not a yoga person. Yeah. Like, I'm more loud music and noise and making moving. noise and moving. <laughs> You know, is that your heritage, your Italianness coming out? Well, some, some a little one, bit, yes. yeah. Oh, we'll go up here with the alpacas. Okay. And see the carrots, but I'm going to grab um, alpacas too. Um, you know, I just prefer to do that. That's just you know because I mean I want to sweat. Yeah. And um, so. I always tell people I wish I loved yoga because I know it's so good, but no, I it's agree. too slow yeah. for me. No, me too. Just that's just <laughs> how it is. So um, I finally gave in, yeah. and I came, and I'll tell you what, I fell in love with the farm. I really did. You know, I mean, I, I mm -hmm. actually had fun at goat yoga, and, um, you know, I mean, I had, um, and then, you know, you, you get, like, we sell, like, carrots and crackers oh, and things like that, so people perfect. can walk around the farm and tour the farm and feed the animals. And, are you going to be able to get up yep. this? Okay. Um, you know, so... You know, I mean, I toured the farm, and I mean, I just, I was like, I just want to be here. Really? So then I, I went home and filled out the online form. There's an online form that you can fill out to become a volunteer. The next season, Sandra contacted me, and, you know, henceforth, here I am three years later. So you were working. This is Ruby. <laughs> Ruby. So you were working full-time as an OBGYN. Uh, yes. Uh, 
professional. Well, I had retired by the oh, time I became retired. involved be involved here. Hello, Ruby. Hi. What are you doing? To the tail. And this, is this a particular kind of pig? Or? No, it's just a pig. It's just, just a, pig. a pig. She started out as a teacup pig, which most of them do. And, you know, people get them because they're cute and, mm -hmm. you know, little. And then they grow into this and people don't want them anymore. Ruby, cracker? Yeah, if you just hold them for her, she'll just... I love the little tuft on the... Um... I know. Here, if you want to... Can I, hey. you want me to hold this? Sure. Hey, Ruby. Oh, she's looking she's for the queen. pieces. Hi. Hello. Yeah, there's four pigs that live in the house, and then there's two that live in the barn. I'm sorry, did you say live in the house? Yes, they live in the house. I mean, they're they're trained. Yeah, I understand they're very intelligent. Oh, they're very smart. And so, Ruby, does Ruby hang out with the other pigs? Or? Well, pigs are very, I didn't know. I mean, I've mm. learned a lot about the different animals I as, I, as I've been here. Pigs are very territorial. Oh. And, I mean, if another pig was out here with her, she would be fighting. Like, they would be really? battling it out for the territory. Okay. Well, hello, Missy. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. She kind of has eyes like a dog. Oh, I know. She looks right at you. Yeah. Hi. Here's another one. I know. Okay. The first time I looked in, I mean, she actually like looked at me and, I, and this like, may sound crazy i'm like i can never eat bacon again i, I was just wondering i can about never eat that. pork or bacon again i was just wondering huh, baby huh yeah well yeah, we have to save some I mean, crackers for the really, others it's really different when you're just looking at them in right. the eye right right then when you're getting it in the wegmans and she's a very nice i mean um crispy bacon who we'll go in the barn with yeah he is the nicest pig is he's, he? he's huge but he's so sweet Wow. They're all sweet on their own, but if I mean if they were with they another together. pig, they would huh. be like not very wow. social at all. See, I, I did not know that. Me either. Hi. All right, one more, but we gotta <laughs> save some for people. Yes, we gotta save some. <laughs> Maybe for you it's not right. And all oh, these have just been these sheared. These are the alpacas. Yep, they've just been sheared. Oh, my God. And what do you do with their wool? Um, right now, I don't think Sandra does too much with mm -hmm. the wool because it's very expensive to get it, like, culled and oh, washed. Oh, I see. And actually um, turned into fiber. I see. I mean, it'd be great. I mean, because you know, they have a lot of fur. Hey, guys. Come here. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Finn. Jax. Jax. Come on. Do they know their names? I think so. Yeah. <gasps> Hi. Hi. Come here. I got carrots. We got carrots. Oh my gosh. The eyelashes. I know, right? What is going on with that? Oh my gosh. Here, if you want to feed us really the carrots, they're very gentle. Like when you, even though they have teeth too, they kind of, they're more gentle than the horses. Are they really? I know a lot of people. Um, I just love the looks. Yeah. <laughs> they're really expressive i know like sometimes they'll just stand in the middle of the field and stare at you and those and they're what are they called bipeds to the yes. two toes yep that's quite a look <laughs> hi hey baby what you doing and these are young alpacas they're small right um they're or not no? young but they're i would say they're like teenagers and where do they come from I'm not sure where they got the alpacas mm -hmm. from. 
I mean, I want to say they were probably headed for the meat farm. Really? Yeah. Oh, do people eat alpaca? People eat everything, like even goat. Yeah. You know, I mean, a oh, lot of sure. people, a lot of the Caribbean cultures. Yes, in Africa too. Hi. And what do the kids do with these these guys? Uh, basically, they kind of lead them around, feed them, mm-hmm. um, brush them. I mean, sometimes they'll take them down. I mean, they take the pigs and the goats and sometimes these guys down to the river. You know, on a really hot day, you know, I mean, they let the goats run down with the kids and that expends energy oh, wow. for the kids and the goats because the goats are very energetic. And we haven't met the goats yet. We will we, soon meet the goats. Well, we know. Would they're... you like another one? Do you want to feed him one more? Those, like that that face I know is those faces crazy. are crazy. Just... It's like a cartoon. I know. Character. Do you want this? He's like, well, maybe. Um, yeah, help yourself. No, not your... Not your kind. Well, maybe if you hold, yep, hold it. Hold like, it like this. Yep, and he'll. Here. I think he was having a hard time getting it. Oh, oh, oh no, sorry, I buddy. Wrong. I was oh, wrong. I'll get it. Ruby, I know you're hanging out for another cracker. I know their faces are great. They really look like Dr. Seuss characters with these huge eyes, these long lashes, and these funky ears, and then like a curly forehead thing going. Yeah, you're beautiful. I didn't and know the camel trainer was going to be here today. Maybe I did. Maybe Sandra told mm. me. That's an interesting profession. I I'm agree. a camel trainer. I never knew there yeah, was such a I thing. never knew. And um, so, where do the children come from? Um, they come from different sites in Onondaga, um, Cayuga, and um, mm-hmm. um, mainly those two counties. There's another county that they come from too, a local. But, I mean, they get referred from, like, different agencies. There's an application online where if people know about the program, they can go online and fill it out. And then Sandra reviews all the applications to see who's suitable and who's not suitable. Mm -hmm. We don't deal with um, things like autism, ADD, although some kids may have it that come here, but they have other issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we feel that there's other organizations that probably deal with those type of problems, like physical disabilities and things like that, better better than we do. Like Arise, for example. Yes, Arise, ARC, um, Mm -hmm. Advocates, things like, they just kind of deal with those issues better than we can. More specialized in a way, right? So you're dealing with kids who have had sort of general adjustment problems well i mean they have they have emotional trauma from some situation either abuse or neglect Mm -hmm. um some kids have been bullied like relentlessly Mm -hmm. um some kids just have a that we take um sometimes just have a hard time adapting socially like they don't do well in crowds or groups or they tend to be loners and Mm -hmm. um things like that but i mean there's all kinds of settings they come from like some have parents that are in jail um, some have parents that are addicts, you know, I mean, just all, and, you know, I mean, a lot of them are with grandparents or guardians or custodians. They're not with their parents per se. And, you know, I mean, the kids have had it rough, you know, yeah. honestly, I mean, just not situations that we would pick for our children, right. you know, right. so. Disadvantaged. And I'm guessing emotionally and probably I'm just guessing, you know, uh, other other ways you, you mentioned some of the violence and i'm thinking maybe also poverty is mm-hmm. that a is that a piece sure of this? Okay. yes you know and i mean some kids have like tried to commit suicide and you know we had one girl um i can't remember her name emma she had been in and out of hutchings for suicide attempts 
and you know they kind of the kids get kind of dragged here kicking and screaming mm-hmm. i don't want to go mm-hmm. i ain't going to no farm <laughs> i you love know, it i ain't going to no farm. i ain't going to no farm yeah um, and these animals i don't even know what they are probably well yeah and i mean you know they just kind of sit you know sometimes and they don't want to do things but you know little by little through you know us humans and the animals they get pulled into you know the circle so yeah and i mean we have i mean one girl this girl emma like she had been in on hutchings drag kicking and screaming here she just used to pull up a chair in the barn and sit and stare stare at what anything like us the animal <laughs> anything and you know she ended up like she would get she never wanted to get out of bed you know they had to drag her out of bed to get here and by the time this we do six week sessions one one to one and a half hours a week per child for six weeks individual individual oh i didn't yeah realize. it's individual mentoring oh, one-on-one i see um and by the time the sessions ended, she was getting out of bed early to come to the farm early to get treats ready for the animals that they would give them after the, um, after the thing. She also had a dad who was a race car driver, and when he would race at the different tracks, she would set up a, like a little booth to get donations for Purpose Farm. So, I mean, it re- you know, you, you think, does it really make a difference? I think it does, you know, so... It's changed I mean, her life. I t- I, There's no question. Yeah, no, you hope that it does, because... You know, I mean, their lives aren't headed towards the positive necessarily. And I mean, we think we make some sort of an impact on them. Is this a really different world for you in terms of your clinical practice? Were you seeing kids like this? Or is um, this... Well, you know, I'm going to say because my last 20 years of practice, I worked um, my first like 10 years of practice. I did work inner city. I worked at upstate. Mm-hmm. So I worked in the clinics and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw like mainly like people from the city. Mm-hmm. Um, the last 20 years was in a private practice because my friend owned it and he's like, you know, come work for me mm-hmm. and this and that. So um, I saw like more middle class people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure everybody has their issues. Well, you know? also they had insurance maybe. Yes. But, okay. Yes. I mean, we didn't accept a lot of Medicaid yep. and things like that. Working occasionally, people. occasionally we did, but mm-hmm. um yeah, mostly like working class. We accepted all the insurances and mm-hmm. things like that. So didn't probably didn't see a lot of people who like really needed this program. But then again, I mean, people that you're seeing don't necessarily tell you everything that's going on in their life. I mean, you must know that, mm-hmm. you know, being in clinical practice. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, one, I used to work at um, family, family planning of Onondaga County, which dealt, again, I was in the inner city, south side, um, Onondaga Avenue, which is like really in the heart of, the inner city and Mm -hmm. like one clinic like we used to be on our own it was it was us three clinicians um a nurse and a receptionist and the nurse basically did all the labs and put people in the rooms and things like that every person i saw had some sort of sexual trauma and i mean that changed the way that night changed the way i practiced because you know you realize things you say and things you do that you don't think are a big deal might trigger something in these women that you know they've worked themselves up to get here Mm -hmm. and then you say something stupid you know mm. that you probably shouldn't say like you know slide spread it, i mean you, you don't even know what the word is mm. you know you call the exam table a bed you know i mean oh, you don't you don't wow. even realize like what it could be right. that triggers them that takes them back to that emotional response you know and i had some people tell me you know i just can't do this tonight oh my god you know and you always try to figure it out like what is it about what did i do or what is it about this that you feel you can't do the exam you try to talk it out but i mean mm-hmm. some people just are like i just can't yeah do this. it's too much you know it's interesting because you you said oh you know i'm kind of surprised to be here i wasn't a fan of yoga then i got dragged in but 
You've had a taste for this kind of mm -hmm. work with mm -hmm. sort of your compassion and empathy for people living harder lives mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I grew up in a very small town in western New York. Yeah. I mean, we had a post office, a store, and basically it was cattle and apples were the, you know, dairy cows and apples were the yeah. sustenance of the community. You know, so, I mean, my uncle, um, you know, farmed and, oh, and, um, you know, I mean, I just kind of got into this, not really the farm life, but I mean, I would go to his farm and he had cows and sheep and goat, not goats, but sheep. And he always had calves that grew into dairy cattle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of, I like that. I like that atmosphere. And I'll mm -hmm. tell you, I come out here like tomorrow's my day in the pasture. So I come out here and I scoop the poop and mm -hmm. um, things like that. And I'll tell you, I just like being in the field. Like, you know, the sun is shining and I don't know, it's not magical, but it's like very peaceful. You know? Sounds a little magical to me. You know, it's just a, it's a little peaceful. Standing here and you know, sort the, of seeing you. Well, and the horses here. kind of wander around, uh -huh. and you know, they'll come up and they'll put their head on your shoulder, and then they kind of move on. And you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's fun for me. I mean, it just makes my day. So it's it's not what you probably pictured retirement to look like. I did not picture this. No, you know, and I'll tell mm -hmm. you, I'm busier now than I was when I worked. You know, my, I have a 13-year-old daughter who mm -hmm. um, we adopted from China 12 years ago. And, you know, I'm her taxi. Um, she's a competitive gymnast, so, you know, we're always going to meets and, you know, practice six days a week and things like that. So I'm her taxi. And, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm involved. I work part-time for my son's printing company. Oh, right. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm involved with this. Like, I do fundraising and speaking and, you know, really anything Sandra needs me to do, I'll do. It's like, it sounds like it's just, it's not just a little side gig for you. It's like part of your life. It is. It's a well, now it is. part yes. of your life. Yes. In the beginning, it was like, you know, Sandra's like, come out and help me with goat yoga. Sell the stuff like after, yeah. sell the items, you know, after the thing. I'm like, huh? yes. But then, you yeah. know, you just get into it kind of more and more and more. <laughs> Sneaks into your uh, soul, I think. It does. But, yeah. But now I can't picture like not doing this does your daughter understand she does yeah um, you know I try to get her you know I mean I always encouraged my sons um, were in different clubs um, in high school and one of the clubs they were in was honor society and they demanded you know that you do volunteer hours mm -hmm. so they this this was not in existence when they were in high school or else they would have been out here I would have dragged them out mm -hmm. here uh, but they did things like helping hounds and the SPCA mm -hmm. and things like that so they were you know into the volunteerism her, I'm basically starting to get into it. But, I mean, honestly, between school and the gymnastics, she doesn't have a lot of time. Right time, right, right, you know, right. So. Yeah. But I'm sure once she gets into, like, high school, I'm sure it may change. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope so. And you're planting the seeds, right? Yes. She may I mean, come to it later. Well, she'll come out with me, and she'll, like, well, crispy, crispy bacon, which we will meet shortly. Uh -huh. um, he has a skin condition, which in a human, I guess I would call it, like, hyperkeratosis. He produces too much skin. Okay. So his skin gets very thickened. So once or twice a week, I come out and I spray Avon Skin So Soft bath oil on him. No, it's funny. <laughs> I spray Skin So Soft bath oil on him, and I basically rub him down with a brush for like 15 minutes to a half an hour. And that takes all the dead skin off of him. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it's different things. You know, I mean, I don't know what Sandra needs. I mean, but I'll, I say to her, you know, tell me what you need, and I'll try to accommodate you, as do most of the volunteers. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not the only one here. Right. There's probably a group of, I would say, 10 core mm -hmm. volunteers mm -hmm. that come out and, you know, two of the volunteers clean the stalls, and two of them clean, the, that's the goat pen where we do goat yoga oh, right there yeah. with the pens. 
um, you know what I mean? They do different things like repair, repair what needs to be repaired, right. paint what needs to be painted, mm -hmm. mow the lawn, you know, um, really whatever needs to yep. be done that particular week. Yep. And I mean, we all, as volunteers, we all try to recruit people like to, you know, help us and help mm -hmm. the farm doing different things. I mean, we're always... Um, part of my speaking, I go to different organizations to try to get them to, you know, partner with us and, mm -hmm. you know, donations. I mean, that's how we sustain ourselves because we're, we're a nonprofit agency. Yeah. You know, I mean, Sandra is a grant writer, so she writes grants. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we go to businesses, try to get business donations, mm -hmm. business sponsorship, private sponsorship. Um, that's part of the job is, is yep. keeping it sustained financially. Yes, yes. Well, if we want to walk over there, we yeah, can let's feed those do it. horses. Yep. Now, do you, let's go, walk over here. Okay. It's, um, it's a little bit flatter. You don't have to go down. There. I don't mind going down. Down the hill? No. Okay. Well, hang on to the fence, like, when you go down. Yeah, we just had goat yoga um, out here on Saturday. We had three. April, May, June. No, four. April, May, Easter, May, June, July. All of them were full. Full capacity sold out. What is the appeal? I think the goats. I mean, it's not the yoga. It's, it's not, not the yoga. The yoga. <laughs> In my mind, it's not the yoga. So you're doing your poses, positions, and then goats, goats are, goats goats are, are just hanging not, out with they're you. They're not baby goats. Like on online, you see the little baby the cuties, goats that are kind of climbing yeah. all over you mm -hmm. in pajamas. Um, these are full, well, you'll see they're full-size goats, you know, so, but they wander around. They let you pet them. They're very friendly and yeah, I mean, they just, yeah, I think that's the appeal. I don't think it's, you know, like I said, I don't think it's a yoga. <laughs> It sort of brings a whimsical quality it kind of to does. it. It's not, it's like, okay, we're, we, you can't be too serious here or yeah. take yourself too seriously when you got a goat, right? And you know? honestly, some people don't do yoga at all. They just come and, because we try to have it outside. Um, oh this my past gosh. one, it was, it was like 87 degrees by oh, nine o'clock yeah. and it was hot and humid. And oh boy. so we actually had it in the barn. Yeah. Um, we have like a little arena in the barn. That can be set up but i mean on days like this you know when the sun is out and things like i mean it's, it's, it's just a, it sounds it's just, delightful yeah delightful yes it the, is oh my gosh but um but some people just sit on the mat and hang out hang out what a way to like take yourself out of your day-to-day -day worries oh, I agree. right i agree it's like 45 minutes of fun <laughs> and then nice. we we sell we sell items after um hello baby I love the braid. Oh, the, yeah, well, they, um, I think they braid the, um, they try to braid the horses in the summer. It helps keep the flies oh, off and things I like see. that. Sure. Hi. Hi. Once they get, oh, they're usually they come running. Hi. Hi, you. And Hi, these baby. look like, are they they're Shetland? Mi they're miniature horses. Oh, miniature. And they're all related. Um, there's mm -hmm. mom, dad, and the son. And where do they come from? Um, again, you know, local rescue. Local. So, you know, I'm thinking about doing a Google search. And what do you look for? Animals that need homes? I guess, well, you know, a lot of it is word of mouth, too. You yeah. Know, I mean, you know, people call Sandra all the time. You know, I've got this cat. I've got this. Oh, we are we are uh, not a dog and a cat rescue. Okay. Um, and Sandra has all the animals we need at the moment. Okay. Um, but, I mean, people call her and say, you know, I mean, we, there's this horse that's being neglected. There's this pig that's, you know. And, I mean, you'll see. I'll tell you the stories of Lilith and Crispy when we get in the barn. But, I mean, I, I'm just convinced some people should just not have animals or kids. They just, mm -hmm. you, you should have to take a test mm -hmm. as a human to turn your ovaries on. Mm -hmm. I, I, You know, I mean, that, that is very judgmental. But, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you just see. You see the neglect. 
high and they don't have a choice and yeah no power no i agree and animals are dependent i mean yeah. they're dependent on us yeah. you know yeah. and some people just don't do a very good job of yeah. taking yeah. care of them it must be hard uh, sometimes to deal with the feelings that come with being around kids and animals that have been neglected it is you know i, I totally agree i totally agree you know, and I just, I, I don't know, I kind of tell myself, like, I'm doing what I can. Mm -hmm. to, I mean, we, I think we all believe we're doing what we can mm -hmm. to help the situation. Oh, hey, guys. And sometimes I just have to, you just have to chuck carrots, <laughs> like, in the field. They're beautiful. Yeah, no, he is. Hi. Hello. Hello. I think you that's Studley. A, like, he's like this blonde, you know, he's got this long blonde hair. I got nothing. Here. Oh. <laughs> you got something now. I got something now. Here, buddy. That that mane, he know, looks like, like he's so he looks like a, like a Barbie. He's got a little. Um, does he have some dreadlocks going? Yes, or? he does. Yeah. Well, you know the kids braid. Um, I mean, oh, kids the kids must to, love like, the hair. Like French braid oh. and cornrow braid oh, and things that, like that. So they they braid something. the animals too. Hey, I think you've had enough. I think you seriously have had enough. So the kids are aware that these animals have had hard lives. Yes. And do you yes. think that's an important distinction for um, them? It, I do. I think they can kind of um, identify with the animals. I mean, they know what they've been through and mm -hmm. they know that the animals have had a particularly not so great situation. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of helps. I think it just kind of helps them identify with, with the, and I think they feel empathy. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. that's part of like what we do. We try to teach them compassion and empathy for the animals mm -hmm. and for you know hopefully through for other people too and for themselves right you know <clears throat> hi buddy yeah i mean I, th I really think that some of the kids just kind of because what they've been through they just shut their feelings off mm -hmm. you know i, I mean see. they learn not to feel yeah well you must know as a counselor i mean you can only take right. so much and then your mind just kind of turns off right carrots are the you know popular snack here. oh absolutely all right guys <laughs> yeah, the smaller guys sometimes just get kind of herded out, you know. And and who's this guy back here? That you know, you know he has never done well. Um, he looks a little. He looks emaciated. He looks emaciated. Yep, and he just doesn't thrive. I mean, we he's had mm. vet visits. Well, the vet yeah. comes to the farm. Sure. He's had vet visits and things like that, and I mean, he eats. But, you know, I mean, they, he doesn't have a metabolic condition. He doesn't have mm -hmm. anything that you would think like hyperthyroidism or... He just looks very, He just very doesn't thin. thrive as you well as the other horses. His, his bones. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm going to move away from you because you just, you just <laughs> want it all. And, and there must be this kind of introduction period. You don't just like put a new animal in the pen oh, and absolute, then walk away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they start off in the barn and then, you know, mm -hmm. gradually they'll come out in the field and then, you know, they let one horse in. I am not a horse person. Sam no. is the horse person. Yeah. I, I was not raised around horses. Yeah, they're I big animals. <laughs> I didn't ride. You know, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do anything. My daughter did for a while, but I was kind of sitting in the background in the stands, like with my phone and my book. You right. Know, so, so I don't really know horses, but um, Sandra has always, like from the time she was a little girl, has always loved horses. So hence the 13 horses. And the first person you're going to be greeted by is Lilith. Lilith. 
Oh, wow. In the city, and they started off as teacup pigs. Oh, so the man got crispy first, and of course, when they're cute and little, you know, they want to show them off and take them places and things like that. Well, as they grew into pigs, um, Lilith got put in a bedroom with five pit bulls. So Lilith is kind of a resource garter. I mean, you can't put your hands anywhere near her bowls or her food because she'll bite. So, but I mean, in general, with the kids, she's very good with the kids. So she's one of the pigs that are are one of the mentors. Um, but I mean, who does that kind of, I mean, you know, it's like, ugh. so, um, but that was her situation. So she's living a much happier, much better life here. She must've been so frightened. Oh, I agree. I agree. You know, and you don't know, I mean, the temperament, some pit bulls are loving, some are yeah. nasty, you know, so you don't know like what the, but I'm sure everybody had to fight for food, you know, so. Lilith, how you doing, babe? How you doing, sweetie? She's, well, we can just, I mean, I'm not going to do it now because we won't get her back in. But, I yeah. mean, when, when on nice sunny days, like, we just open the thing and she wanders the farm and the barn. and It's goes. a beautiful barn. Yes. Well, uh, we needed a lot of work when Sandra bought it. She said she uh, spent probably two months dusting cobwebs out of the, wow, but out of the top. But, it, they, but they painted they and they painted repaired. And, and, I mean, it's so clean. And yes. Lilith, what you doing? And this this is Sam and Dominic, or oh. Sam and um, no Dominic, Sam and Dominic were my uncle's cows. Um, uh. This is Dominic and Shrek. Hi, Shre yes, looks very Shreky. Who would each who would each enjoy a carrot? Oh, like hello, and you are a donkey, a donkey. Uh, yes. Or are donkeys and mules? Uh... I think a mule is okay. I'm probably going to be really ignorant Hi. here. That's okay. I think and a mule is a cross between a, a horse, horse and a donkey. Okay. I think. I don't know. We'll find I out. I need to look that up. We'll find out. Hi, baby. Yes, he does look exactly like Shrek. Hi. So for goat yoga, um, yeah. we set up the tables right here when the um, barn, when the um, goat yoga is in, in the barn. And I made the mistake, like I was, I make up bags of carrots for people to buy. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. So I made the mistake of giving them some. This was him the entire time like he was sticking his face through the <laughs> thing saying you know come on give me yeah, more yeah yeah i know you got the good say come on give me more i know i, love, I know you got them i love em. the whiskers i know right hi buddy okay all right here, i'll give, give another one to shrek come here shrekky shrekky come here no not you not you <laughs> not you <laughs> all, right. all right i'm gonna go around the other way okay yeah i think shrekky gets the short end Sometimes bigger is better. Yeah. And the next people we're going to see are Ariel and Summer. Ariel, Summer. Oh, oh wow. No, this is, this is, they've moved him around. This is Gilbert. Um, Gilbert's situation was he was born on a goat farm um, in the winter, which is kind of unusual. Usually they do, um, like they mate and birth in, this, in the warmer weather. Oh. He was left outside. He got frostbite. Um, he lost his back legs, part of his back legs, his part of his ears, and part of his nose. Um, 
So the man decided that he was going to take them to slaughter. So he took them to like the barn where they buy and sell them. He could not be bought because they don't accept injured animals. Oh. So, but then he was going to take them back home to slaughter them there. But then yeah. when he got home, he just couldn't do it. So then he came to us. Here, I'll have you throw some crackers over to him too. But he's he's a great goat. But he, he can't do goat yoga. Esther can't do goat yoga because they have horns. That's oh. Esther. And horns are not good in goat yoga. Oh, <laughs> just throw them in. Just throw them in. Boink. They'll get them. This is Esther. Hi, Esther. We don't know what Esther likes. Sometimes she likes a cracker. Sometimes she likes a graham cracker. But wa well, watch. She's particular. Watch what she does. <laughs> Isn't that a right? Oh, with the long tongue. With the tongue. It's nice and cool in here. Yeah, it is. It's it, like it's the nicest barn I've ever been in. It's yeah, like it's, it's like looks like there should be craft stalls. Right. Esther, you're hysterical. Here, I'll give you Peter some crackers. See what see what you see if that that does it for you. I mean, if she doesn't like it, she usually just drops it in her water bucket. Like she'll put carry it over there and just drop it. She's pretty. She is pretty. See if this does he, it for you. Do you hear him? Yeah. He knows we're in here. He knows and he's we, saying. And he knows we had the treats. All right, baby. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, I don't think there's anything in here. Okay. Oh, who's this? This is... Hmm. One of the miniature horse. I'm not sure mm -hmm. who this is. God, but sometimes they bring the horses in in the summer, and the donkeys are in. The flies are merciless to them, uh, so they put them in the barn. Hey, would you like a would you like a, a carrot? Look at that coat. Look at how thick. Oh, I know. Well, coat. shedding. I mean, you can tell oh, she's shedding wow. some. But do you want a carrot or no? No. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Want to feed her a carrot? Sure. Hi, we don't know who you are, but you've got a lot, you've got some good looking braids. Okay. Yeah, the, kid, the kids have a fun time. I like bet they their... do. I bet they do. This is our chicken. Okay. And the rooster, like, they wander around sometimes, mm -hmm. so I'm not sure. Um, the peacock, the peacocks are, oh, there's one peacock up here. Oh, there's. Oh, wow. That's the male. That's Pete. Oh, my goodness. He just shed all his peacock feathers. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, you, did you take them and sell them? Well, um, a group of church kids, a church group came, um, I'm going to say about a month and a half ago, mm -hmm. when he shed all his feathers, and mm -hmm. we gave each one oh. one of the feathers. I mean, they came and uh, with myself and a couple other volunteers, worked in the fields, and we got all the pastures cleaned. Ah, uh, perfect. And then that's Piper. Uh -huh. Piper's the female. Yeah. Males always are prettier and females yeah. are not so much. But. Same with ducks. I know. Oh, oh, that's a fly strip. I've never oh. seen one that's industrial Me size. Oh, there's the rooster. The rooster is Romeo. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Sandra puts all these things in the in the barn for them to kind of keep active. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were... Oh, no, you're fine. She's uh, So, she's always been... She's loved horses, and she's always been kind of an animal yes. lover. Yes. Yeah. As are we. We're all oh. animal lovers. So. Sure. Do you have pets yourself? I have a zoo at home. You yes. do. Yes. I have. Um, well, we just put a dog to sleep because she was 15 and arthritic, and just wasn't. Yep. 
bladder control issues. Mm-hmm. And so we put her down in October. I have a black lab, two cats, a 155-gallon tank of fish, a rabbit that we got because I, I volunteered at the SPCA and we got the rabbit. Mm. And up until recently, we had two guinea pigs and two hamsters. So, yes. We live at the zoo as well. Yes. yes. And where did the peacocks come from? Um, like a peacock farm. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they were headed for meat. Yeah. People eat any. Um, people eat pretty much anything. In, in this area? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Well, I don't think they came from this area. I think they came from somewhere else. But people, I think there's a peacock farm locally. Um, I know our neighbors had peacocks. You know, we live in Jamesville, mm-hmm. and our neighbor, and they used to kind of fly all over. They'd fly away and come back at night. And hmm. So, what's your uh, sort of philosophy about eating meat and all of that? Um, that I am not a big meat eater. Yeah. Um, I will do things like fish and mm-hmm. shrimp and um, scallop. Look, isn't it? She's just, this is Cain, Abel, and the little one is Rex. That's Rex, Cain and Abel. But if you'd like to feed them some crackers. And that he, is hysterical. And he usually with goes the in little, the back, so I have to throw them back in his little The little pocket. tongue, oh, rapid movement. riot, right? They make it pretty clear that they want some of those uh And then they start headbutting. They all get ter- territorial. Uh, oh, they're really cool. But these are these are three of the goats. Um, Ariel and Summer, which I don't know where they are. Maybe they're outside. Um, they usually stick their heads out underneath the oh. fence up there. I'm not sure where they, they might be outside. Now, these, are these goat yoga these are goat friends? Yo- these are the goat yoga goats. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and we are one of the premier spots to do goat Is yoga that right? in the country. You're kidding. We were featured in USA Today. Really? Um, and, I mean, I hate to be a total ignoramus, but this is the Billy Goat's Gruff? What, what is this? That's their beard. Their beard. And they that just comes with them. That, that just they're comes, just part of their them. part of their thing. And they're... Well, they're, they're males. Oh, they're all males. They're males. Okay. These are all males. The two girls are up... They were up there. We'll have to look outside and see if they are... Um, but, yeah, these are guys, so they have beards. I see. And I noticed that it looks like their uh, their hooves or their nails, mm-hmm. again, hooves, sorry, yes. uh, need to be tended to they and do. trimmed. Well, yeah. all, all the animals, they too. They do. So, yes. And um, Sandra has a person that comes and does pedicures for all of them. So <laughs> It'd be fun to do a mani-pedi with goats. I know. <laughs> That's a good. Well, you know, wouldn't that be fun? I was looking. I always. That's another uh, (laughs) idea. I saw on Facebook that there's this one place, and I can't think of where it was. They do dancing with llamas, so they give. They have all these, like you know, those skirts with the little jingles. Oh yeah, yeah. And they just put them in a llama pen and let them. Sandra's like, we are not doing that. (laughs) Got to draw the line. Well, I think there's some. There must be some liability issues too, because I mean, llamas sometimes get a little. A little feisty. I see. And um, oh, Crispy's outside, so we'll, oh, we'll, walk we'll go find we'll find Crispy. Oh, he is a great. He's like my favorite. Is he? He really is. I mean, he well, is. you're bonded to him we now are, that you're giving him massages with uh, skin so soft, That's right? I said to Sandra, I said we should rent me out as a pig. <laughs> I'm sure there's some wealthy people in the county. That oh, would, that would want I'm the pig sure. Masseuse. Those little pot belly pigs. I'm sure they have little collars and. I can only imagine. I can only imagine, too. 
This is the non-barniest barn I've ever been in. Yeah, I mean, and we we do try to keep it clean, you know, because, I mean, people come through here all the time, you know, and, I mean, they can't be stepping in food. Yeah, but it doesn't even really smell, and it's so pretty, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I hear, I hear Christy. I hear him grunting. Or did I hear the... Where is... Oh, there he is. He's waiting for his... uh, his his massage. Yeah, he doesn't get massage today. No, <laughs> today is not his. He's not on the schedule today. <laughs> huh, I wonder what Summer and Ariel are. Hmm. So Crispy is down here, I think. What are the challenges of being here besides, you know, keeping it afloat financially? I mean, I truly think that's the biggest one. Really? Um, you know, sometimes, yeah. I mean, this, this organization is 100% volunteer. Um, there are no paid employees. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest, um, one of the biggest challenges other than donations and sponsorships and grants is like trying to get people to come to help. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I really think that's because, I mean, people, like we had a bunch of volunteers <clears throat> applications come in, you know, oh, I want to I help, I want to yeah, come, I want to volunteer. Yeah. Once they found out what they were going to be doing, it was like pasture cleaning. Yeah. They're like, oh, my schedule changed. Oh, really? Um, I, find, I find that I have more commitments at work. I see. You know, within 24 hours. I mean, it was like a total turnaround. It was like, I want to come, I want to come, I want to come. Yeah. Within like 18 to 24 hours, it's like, well, I really can't. Yeah, so picking up poop isn't what most people have in mind, I right. guess. I guess. I mean, I don't know what they think. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, a farm. farm. Right. It's a farm. Right. Crispy! Crispy, come here. Come here. Come here, grumpy old man. Crispy's got some uh, some dental stuff going on. Yeah, all the male pigs have tusks. Um, huh. The females have them too, but not as pronounced Hi. as the uh, males. Crispy, how you doing, babe? Hi. Hi, you want a cracker? Want a cracker? His favorite is strawberries. Ah, and you're right next to a strawberry farm. We are. Here, I'll let you feed him some crackers. And he likes the graham crackers. He does. Hey, buddy. Hi. I'll tell you, his skin is like totally different. He had like really thick plaques. Like I would probably compare it to like psoriasis and yeah, a human. Yeah, that's what it's like. Just really like. thick white plaques, and now he actually has like pig skin. That's what. Yeah. Hey, babe. How are you? How are you? I mean, he's gotten where I do when I do his treatment. Like he'll just like turn over on his back and like rub his belly. I mean, he just and if I sit down in the stall, he'll come over and like lay down next to me like a dog. I mean, he, like really, he's dog. like a dog. They're very intelligent. That's what I understand. Oh, oh, there you go. And did you tell me where he comes from? He is, uh, okay, so he was the first pig to come to the man on the south side. Oh. Like Howard, um, like I said, owns Mohawk Plumbing, and he was doing a job down at this house where this man had gotten a teacup pig who grew into a pig. This pig is almost the size of a small car. Exactly. So as the pig, as Crispy grew, like he didn't want to take him places and he didn't really want him in his house and whatever. So he put him out in the backyard in a wire cage with a tarp over it. And literally the ground grew up over the wire. So literally when Sandra got him, they had to cut him with wire cutters out of the wire fencing. 
So Lilith was to be mated with him to produce more teacup pigs. So. Is a teacup pig just a pig that hasn't grown? No, I think there truly are pigs that are truly teacup pigs, but that's not the majority of pigs. I see. I mean, I think people are probably deceptive when they sell them. They're like, this is a teacup oh. pig, and then it grows into a pig. So, yeah, pig rescue. Pig rescue. Hey, Crispy. He is probably the gentlest pig ever. I mean, he's ne he never has even tried to... Like Lilith, if you kind of just rub her the wrong way, yeah, like she will kind of nip at you. But I mean, he's never like I've hand fed him. And like I said, I sit down with him. Like, Well, in the... you guys have a special relationship. I'm sure it must be really interesting for some of the kids who probably have never seen. Probably have never yeah. seen live yes. animals that aren't um, maybe they're for protection. Right. You know, and once they realize how gentle they are, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I, I think like, a, I mean, I think it's really easy for the kids probably to bond mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. And Sandra and Raven do most of the mentoring mm -hmm. uh, because most of it is centered around the horses. I um, see. And okay. because, I mean, I would like to help with it, but because I am not a horse person, right. like I know nothing about yeah. horse, horses, like how to handle them or how to train them or anything. Like right. I just, I just can't get involved. Well, it sounds um, like you have plenty of other roles. I do have, I do have plenty of other things to yeah. do. Yes, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I just, like they, like I said, it's our sessions one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. When the kids come to the farm, you know, they decide with the mentor, either Sandra or Raven, like what they're going to do. I mean, mm -hmm. the mentor has the final say. You know, I mean, if they say, I want to work with Lilith, but Lilith is not having is you know not really great that day mm -hmm. i mean you know raven may say well you know why don't we start out like with one of the horses mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. like that so the mentor mm -hmm. always has the final say um and so it's really about you're not directly talking about hey you've got this trauma tell me about oh, it no it's not a no. therapy session no. it's let me teach you about this animal right so it's sort of uh like a, a side way in exactly yeah i mean we their... don't deal with the issues no, per se. I mean, right. sometimes the kids bring it up. Yeah, but you know, I mean, most. I mean, that's not our job. Right. You're um, not. You're not clinicians here. And we're not therapists. Yeah, you're you know? not therapists. You're you're here to teach them a different experience of being with animals and then themselves. Right. I mean, uh -huh. we're here to teach them like compassion mm -hmm. and you know, kind of love of animals, empathy towards the animals mm -hmm. and towards humans. Because I mean, like I said, a lot of them have just shut that off from what's happened to them so mm -hmm. you know what I mean honestly you can kind of see the light come back the light come back in their eyes you know like I said that girl who like initially like I do not want to be mm -hmm. here you know I'm not getting out of bed I don't want to be here mm -hmm. to like fundraising for it. I mean and granted she didn't make like big amounts but uh, yeah it doesn't but, matter but one race she got like 30 35 dollars she must have you know? been so proud yes I think she was and you know I mean you kind of have I mean we try to teach them confidence too mm -hmm. you know and I mean I, I think she just did I mean she was like one of our big success stories and you know I mean we don't do the programs in the winter so uh, sometimes in the winter the kids kind of backslide oh, a little bit I you know I mean we can only do so much with what we have and I mean there's so many more clients than we would we can take I see um, you so know you I mean? have a waiting list absolutely yes yeah. and there's a lot of people on the way a lot of kids on the waiting list but you know we try to take the people first who need us most 
And then, you know, if they drop out or can't come or say, I'm not going to come, or the grandmother says, I can't bring them. Because it's a bit of a haul from Syracuse. Well, it's yeah. It's a half an hour. I mean, even from like Oswego County. I mean, that's yeah. the other county, Oswego. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not a short, no. I mean, it's like a half an hour. And also in the winter, it's a little tricky. Well, and some people work. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to. Some people don't have cars. Yep. Some people don't have cars. They don't have transportation, mm-hmm. you know, so. You know, for one reason or another, if they say they can't come, then we move on to the next on the waiting list. So there's never been a question about funding from the county for doing Um, mental health, essentially. I think Sandra tries to write for grants that Mm -hmm. she thinks she can get. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, we literally try for, like, any grant. Um, You know, I mean, we we kind of don't take the animal rescue approach because you have to be rescuing and rehoming. Right. To, to get, That's right. To get a grant for an right. animal rescue. And we don't rehome. Like right. once they come here, they live this out their, their life home. here. Yeah. This is their home. Um, so we try to go more for the, I guess, mental health, like youth mentoring programs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just had a thought is, you know, being in mental health for a long time. This is, you get a lot of bang for your buck because mm-hmm. you're not paying you know, people uh, rates, right? Yeah, yeah, like Blue Cross Blue Shield reversal right. rates, right? Right. You get a lot. Well, we don't of deal men- with every. It's free. Oh yeah, it's just free. It's like just we free. don't deal with just like insurances it, yeah, or because I mean, technically, simple. I guess we're not a mental health program, right? You're and not, we're not set up as a mental health you're clinic. Not certified. Yeah, but we're not certified. What for that. you're doing is all mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit all those. Fit under, un, yeah. under the, neatly under the category. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And the kids, um, how do you utilize the waterfront? Is that, um, besides bringing the animals well, to Well, if you see, there's, if you see, there's kind of like a path. Okay. It goes right to the river. That's our dock mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes just right into the river. Oh, wow. So it's like a walkout. It's not like it walks out and drops off. How, it's did, just a walkout. how did she get the spot? Oh boy, I'm not. It went up for sale, and she had been searching for different spots to put the farm. I mean, she's from the time she was young. She's always loved horses, Mm -hmm. and she, um, Sandra, um, her and her family did a mission to, I believe it was Romania, and every day they would go past this horse farm, and to the orphanage, to the orphanages in Romania, which are not great places. Right, and she would think. Why can't the horses help the kids? Oh, and vice yeah, versa. Like, I why see. can't somehow they bring the kids to the horses or the horses to the kids or something? Wouldn't like that. that make sense? So she came back, and I mean, this is a very unique program. I mean, I don't think there's any other place that does, you know, matching the kids with the with the animals. Mm-hmm. So she thought, like, when I go back to America, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to. It was just like this inspiration, and she said this has to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Right. No, well, she said God moved her. Mm-hmm. God spoke to her and said, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, she did it. Talk about having a mission in yeah, life. Yeah, no, exactly. Single exactly. focus. Like this is what all of my energy and resources are going to go into. Yep. And all her family's involved. Really? Um, well, her son Noah just graduated from SU. Mm-hmm. And he's taking his MCATs, I think, this month. Mm. And he hopes to be, a, um, I think, a pathologist or a forensic um, doctor. Um, but, I mean, he's involved. 
Raven, the ca- the camel, I mean, she loves the, I mean, she's the one that bought the camel. Like, she saved all her birthday money. And, and Raven uh, is the daughter? Is the, oh, is I didn't daughters, realize yes. that. And she, um, she saved all her birthday money and all the money she earned, and she was determined to get a camel. So she found a camel. Yeah, no, I mean, but everybody's involved. You know, Howard's, Howard, the husband, is involved. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, so, I mean, luckily everybody supports her, and we, we as volunteers all support her. You know, I mean, I, she goes, like, 24-7. Like, her and I, I think, kind of communicate very well mm-hmm. because, like, ever since menopause, I can't sleep. And she mm-hmm. doesn't sleep. So we'll be texting, like, at 2 in the morning, you know. And my husband's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, nothing, just go back to sleep. <laughs> but um, Just planning the next uh, just go planning, yoga Just event. planning the next day. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, I mean, we, you know, I mean, we, I think Sandra communicates very well with all the volunteers. And we're very clear mm-hmm. on what we need to do and what needs to be done. And, um, and are the other volunteers also retirees or are they all? I would think so because mm-hmm. I'm going to say like the majority that I have met and I think I've pretty much met all the core volunteers. I'm sure. I mean, there are some younger ones I'm going to say in their 20s and 30s, but mm-hmm. most of us are, I would say, 50 and over, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so, but I mean, those are the people who can come out at like nine in the morning That's and do right. the pastures, you know? That's right. So... Which I'll tell you, I, that's one of my favorite jobs. Like, it sounds like, you know, picking up poop is not a gorgeous, glorious job. Well. But I'll tell you, when you're out there with the horses and they're just kind of milling around you and and it goes fast. you know. And I'm, there's a sense, it's, you're describing this kind of sense of serenity mm-hmm. almost. Like, yeah, this has to be done. And I'm in this beautiful place. It's important to me. And it's fine. Right. Changing a baby's diaper. It has to be done. Yeah. And I think everybody, like a lot of my friends are volunteers too. And I think we all have our cause. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my friends is involved with a diaper bank and one's with Mm -hmm. the SPCA. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, you just kind of find, and I've done all that, but I just was kind of left, I don't know, with a sense of emptiness or it just Just didn't, didn't it just didn't do it for me this does it for me. It's really interesting that you say that because a lot of the health and wellness literature for people over 50 is like volunteer, volunteer. And that's great, but you have to do it really thoughtfully. Yes. You can't just go and say, okay, I'm going to volunteer at Upstate and pass out magazines because if it doesn't fit, it's not right. good for you. Well, and I have to have a sense of, I mean, I have to have a sense of kind of purpose mm. you know like and you know like at a at a nonprofit organization which I will not mention it's a mess like it's mm. just like everything is all over the place and and I said I am a really good organizer mm-hmm. let me organize this place no thank you mm. I said okay mm. and then they put me somewhere at this I don't know I call it like a mean I know everything has to be done but it was very menial mm. and I think that I have more talent than what what was uh, what was often, assigned to I me see. you know and I'm like listen I'm a really good organizer I have all this experience mm-hmm. and blah 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 and they're like well okay for go. like right now go do that so and I mean I'm telling you like to find something in that place like it would be like if you needed a pen it would be with the diapers <laughs> and it wasn't the diaper bank it wasn't but yeah, I'm yeah, an example. Yeah. if you needed a pen it it's would just be like it would be like, why is the pe- why are the pens here? Mm-hmm. You know, so I said, let me organize you. Yeah, it will me... be beautiful. Mm. You don't pay me for it. You know, yeah, all... right. And they're like, mm, no thanks. 
like, okay. I think I'm going to be moving on to the yeah, next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I volunteer sometimes. One of my friends is the director for the Jamesville Food Pantry, and I volunteer mm -hmm. sometimes there, too, when she needs me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think you make really good points that it has to feel... It has to feel like you're making a difference. Yeah. You know, like I'm a difference maker. Yes. You have to feel like what you do is going to help something or somebody, you know. And, I mean, the different places that I've been, it was like, anybody could do it and it was just kind of like an mm -hmm. empty job something about they need you here they really need what you offer it's a great match right well I mean I think so I mean mm -hmm. I think I I mean I think personally I bring a lot to the farm mm -hmm. and um you know I'm very humble about it though I don't say you know I do this yeah yeah but um but no I mean I think I think you know I mean the pastures need to be cleaned they just do mm -hmm. so you know and they need to be cleaned every day you know I mean so like I come out once a week once or twice a week and do that um and it's not a glamorous job it's not mm -mm. just needs to be done mm -hmm. but yeah I just find that this gives me a lot of personal enjoyment mm -hmm. just being you know just being on the farm I mean I think we do what we can to mm -hmm. make the animals lives and the kids lives better mm -hmm. so if people want to find out more about this really special place where would you send them um, I would send them to the website. Mm -hmm. um, it's www.purposefarm.org. Mm -hmm. um, our email is info, I-N-F-O, at purposefarm.org. Mm -hmm. um, and either of, you know, the email, if you have questions or you want to come volunteer, fill out the online waiver on the website mm -hmm. and send it over to Sandra if you have questions. Um you know, certainly email her at the info at purposefarm.org. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to email me, you're more than welcome. Mine is catwoman, C-A-T-W-O-M-A-N, mm -hmm. not because I'm a crazy catwoman, mm -hmm. um, at twcny.rr.com. Mm -hmm. You know, you're more than welcome to email me too. And are there uh, opportunities for people to do sort of just a a, a small chunk of volunteering? Oh, absolutely. So that absolutely. you can just say, I'm going to be in upstate New York for a month absolutely. what do you have for me yeah. absolutely like like I said I alluded to um, earlier we mm -hmm. have church groups that come from literally Ohio and Michigan and they're up here for like a camp or a mission oh, or something right. like that and it fits perfectly and they connect somehow I think they connect through the website with Sandra and you know they're always affiliated with a local church mm, so I see. they I mean then they make arrangements to come to the farm like it was on a Sunday mm -hmm. it was on a Sunday afternoon we cleaned the fields for like um, an hour an hour and a half mm -hmm. then we gave them a tour and then we ate pizza you know so I mean we like having those kids too because again you know you kind of can get the volunteerism and yes. you know things like that and they were all great kids i mean they were such hard workers really we got so much done wow that's, so much done that's good to hear but there's even like local um local churches like the marcellus presbyterian church mm -hmm. um came out here and they had also held an event for us a painting like you know painting with a twist yes they had also held that that raised like twelve hundred dollars for us wow and then they also came out and you know worked the fields with us too so do you do a lot of the media and like the media interface kind of stuff sometimes Is that yes your, part of your well role? sometimes yes sometimes i mean i 
try to. Like, I think I have somewhat a lot of connections to the community. Okay. Like, we just had a spin for the farm, which was, I have a friend who is one of the owners of Urban Life Athletics. Okay. Downtown on 103 West Fayette Street, Syracuse. <laughs> um, There's a little plug. And um, she did a spin class for us, and we raised $200. That's great. You know. Um, and you also broadened people's awareness, right? I think that's part of what, you know, even though you don't raise a lot of money, you make people aware of who you are mm-hmm. and what you are and what your needs yeah, are. Yeah, and next time something comes up, they say, oh, yeah, what about Purpose Farm? Right, yeah, and a lot of people, like, came up to me and said, oh, I've been to Goat Yoga, I loved oh. it, and I'm going again, and, you know, so, I mean, a lot of people through different <laughs> things big draw. are aware. Well, I mean, that is one of the big draws so here. Cool. Do you ever do, like, birthday parties? We do private events. Yeah. Yes. I could see that being a really, you know, some people go to these dude ranches yep. to, out west to help with the, you know, cattle or something. Yes, I we are. We're doing a birthday party on July 23rd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I mean, I think that's fun. And I think it's fun when people, instead of having, like, just a party, mm-hmm. do something, you know, an activity, something mm-hmm. like this. I think that's just a really cool thing. Because we all have too much stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. We, to, we don't need to go to Target and buy more if, plastic oh. stuff. My house is a tribute to that. Like, mm. we just don't need any more, mm-hmm. you know. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm actually in the point of my life where I'm trying to de... I don't know what the... Declutter? Declutter, mm-hmm. de... Like, get... Move stuff out mm-hmm. that nobody has used in, like, 20 years. Yep. Simplify. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of where I am right now. And I think, you know, I, th- I think kids a lot of times, too. I think this birthday party is for an adult. But I think a lot of, I agree with you, like a lot of times, kid, you just go to Target and you pick mm-hmm. up something for like $20 mm-hmm. and the child doesn't even need it, you right. know, really. So I like yeah. to see, like, I know occasionally I'll see on Facebook, like where this girl has had a birthday party and they all brought dog food mm-hmm. or they all brought, you oh, know, dog right. toys or something right. that they donate to either Helping Hounds or the SPCA mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, it always makes my heart feel good. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to just say to our listeners who are... 45 and up and they may be kind of winding or thinking about okay what's next for me my kids are launching and empty nest empty nest yes what do you have any advice for them you know based on all of your experience going through that well I think that I mean I think to kind of like retire and have an empty nest and things like that I think the worst thing you could do is just sit around okay like just sit in a chair sit back Stay ho- stay home. Watch Netflix. Although I do like Netflix. <laughs> Me too. Um, but that usually my Netflix happens at like 10 at night. Like when I'm just, you know, downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say get involved. Because even, okay. though you d- even though you think you can't change anything, you can make a difference. In somebody, somebody or something, like an animal's life, a person's life, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, and I mean, I think like what I did, I had to find what made sense to me mm-hmm. to volunteer. You may go through like seven organizations before you find the eighth organization that that fits for you. But it's a trial and error. You're it's a saying. trial and Don't error. Don't just say, OK, I'm going to do this and and suffer through. Right. And I think like I've always tried to live by and my son actually said this to me. My son is kind of an entrepreneurial fitness expert type person. He said, you know, you always want to get up out of bed and leave the day better than you found it uh-huh. so and that's kind of how I try to live my life um, so you know I mean huh. just get involved be involved so some kind is is that to say some kind of contribution that you feel you're making yes 
Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times I'll come out here and I'm like, it's just an eh day. And you're just kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I always leave feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, so be involved, get involved. You know, even if it's with like a senior group. You know, maybe volunteering is not your thing. Mm-hmm. And I, tol- I totally get that. Yeah. But I mean, be involved with like a senior group or a senior organization that has activities. You know, adult daycare. Yeah. You know, I'm probably not daycare, but I mean, something where you're there all day. You do things. You meet people. You know, you're, you interact. You network. Yeah, you're engaged. You know, you're engaged. You know, so I, I mean, see. just don't just don't let yourself become a quote unquote loner. I see. You know, that's that would be my advice. Like, just get involved. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. If you like the podcast, please share it with some of your friends. I love to hear from my listeners. Send me an email at NicoleChristina.com. In this phase of our lives, we're more aware that our time is precious, and we certainly don't want to waste it taking care of stuff that we no longer need, left over from a life that we are no longer living. We know we would feel better with less clutter and more open space, but we don't know how to get there. If this sounds familiar, I'd love you to check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer, Carrie Luteran. This course is different than others you may have tried because we give you clear steps to deal with the clutter and tools to help you face the overwhelm and feelings that come up when you're going through your clutter. It's practical and realistic, and the lessons are short and punchy and very manageable, but it has the power to change your life. We all deserve to live in a peaceful home without the chaos of too much stuff. Find out more at NicoleChristina.com. And stay tuned next week for another interview with a fascinating and inspiring guest. See you then.